Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today, it is the 26th of August, 2022. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. And on today's show, we'll be looking at my favorite bets, my Big 12 best bets for the upcoming season. We've got win totals. We've got over-unders for win totals. We've got head-to-head win totals of Big 12 teams against other teams. We've got a long shot for a Heisman finalist as well, giving you all my best bets. We'll also look at the Week 0 games just to wet the whistle here, get ourselves some practice of picking some lines against the spread. We'll learn this week. Hope you guys enjoy today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here once again. Thank you all for joining me on this Football Friday. I have, I've got the West Virginia fo- the shirt on, folks. I'm not sure if you guys can tell. We're less than one week away from Big 12 football. Big 12 football is six days away. A week from today, right now, we'll be breaking down the first Big 12 game of the year with the West Virginia and Pitt game happening on Thursday night. Backyard brawl, it'll be back. And uh, we're breaking that down next week. Hopefully, I'm wearing this shirt and we are uh, celebrating a win. Shout out to all of you guys who have already jumped on the bandwagon over at CBS Sports and have joined our college football pick'em. What we're going to do is every single week, I'm going to, uh, you guys can join this group too, at CBS Sports, I'm going to send out a list of games that you guys can pick against the spread. It's going to be mostly Big 12, new Big 12, and some other games added in there. What you guys will do is there'll be a link below. Click on the link, make a CBS Sports account, use the password Big 12 and join the group. And every single week, you can compete, pick games against the spread with me and a bunch of other Locked On Big 12 fans. And when you guys do, if you guys win at the end of the year, top three winners are going to get a prize package uh, from the folks at Locked On and yours truly. So please join in on the fun. We'll be picking games all year together. You guys can ridicule me, ridicule each other if you want to, but this will be good, uh, some good fun to have where you guys can really get involved and pick games alongside me but it's going to be very Big 12 heavy, current Big 12, uh, future Big 12, and then we'll add some other you know, interest in there as well from the big games of the week. CBS Sports, Locked On Big 12 is the group. Uh, big 12 is the password. Make sure you guys join that over there. All right, that takes care of our admin, as they say in the business. You guys are here for my Big 12 best bets. Y'all can track these two, see how well these go for the year. I'm going a couple different directions. All these lines come from our friends at Bet Online. And so if you guys want to go find these lines, betonline.ag. You guys can find these. That's where I went to find all of these. They're one of our sponsors. They do a great job. Um, over under win totals are going to be different in different places, depending on how they're bet in certain places, depending on whatever models they use in those places. I will say the one thing I love about Bet Online is that they do have the head-to-head win totals. So they'll have a Texas versus a BYU win total. They have an Oklahoma versus a USC win total for the season. And you guys can bet, hey, which team is going to win more games? And that's the way it's worked out. So we've got a couple of those on there. Without further ado, let's check out my best bets for the season. 
You can see them right there. Uh, we've got the over on Oklahoma wins. We've got the over on Kansas State wins. We've got the under on TCU wins. We've got the Texas more wins than BYU. We've got OU more wins than USC. And Deuce Vaughn as a Heisman finalist at 3,300. I went through here, y'all, and I tried to find value. That's the that's the number one thing that I tried here. So um, full transparency, let's, let's go with number one. I got Oklahoma. When I bet Oklahoma on the win total this year, I got them at eight and a half. Eight and a half is where I got Oklahoma going into this year. That line jumped. I got them at minus 180. You can get the Sooners at minus 105 to go over nine and a half wins. And to be honest, I still really love that bet. When I look at this Oklahoma schedule, and I've told you all this a bunch, and make sure you guys uh, you guys can go check that out. I mean, actually, I'll maybe even fire this up here. So you guys I wanted to pull up Oklahoma State schedule. Uh, if you look at this Oklahoma schedule, and I have been doing this quite a lot this season, it's not one of the more difficult schedules that you're going to see for the, you know a team that's towards the top of a division, of a conference, right? Do I know if they're better than Baylor? No, I, I don't know if they are better than Baylor. But I do know this, or, 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 Oklahoma, uh, or Texas, or Oklahoma State, or Kansas State, whatever. Not sure yet. We haven't seen it on the field. But I know that that looks like a 3-0 start to me. At Nebraska could be tough, sure. People think they're going to be really good this year, but that's a big game, and I think Oklahoma is going to be rolling into that point, and I'll believe it when I see it with Nebraska. I mean, you know, talk about Texas. I need to believe it if I see it at Nebraska. I keep hearing good things about them. They don't even have the the, nearly the talent level that a Texas Longhorns team does. So that's not a team I want to buy at Nebraska. Then you look at the stretch of Kansas State at TCU and Texas. You know, and, and also you can chuck Kansas in there as well, right? Um, that's a diff- that could be a difficult stretch depending on what TCU looks like. But I've got them down the line. I'm not sure they're going to be very good. Uh, Texas is always toss up. Kansas they should win at home. I kind of circle that Kansas State game. Kansas State's gotten them before in Norman. How good will Kansas State look? Will Oklahoma be ready on defense for what could be a dynamic rushing attack? That's kind of the game I've circled. I've said this the other day. That could be a massive, massive game to see how this Big 12 race shakes up for multiple reasons. But I think number one, trajectory of the seasons is kind of why I'm looking at that. Trajectory of how do these teams, uh, how they end up doing trajectory of their seasons is, is you know is, is going to be very important very big and so i think that Kansas State game on Saturday September 24th has a chance to be a big factor I, Iowa State Baylor at West Virginia Oklahoma State at Texas Tech that's the real meat of the schedule that's the real difficult part of this schedule the bouncing between home and away at Iowa State you get the great team in Baylor the you know supposedly great team uh, in Baylor, uh, you know, at home. I think the game's really compelling because I think that's when Baylor should be hitting their stride. You all have heard me. I think Baylor has got serious late bloomer potential. Not saying they're going to suck early. Just saying that I think this team could be, uh, you know, awesome, awesome later on in the year after some growing pains, which is totally natural, totally fine. It's okay if that happens. At West Virginia, it could be challenging. We'll see where that team is on November 12th. They get Bedlam at home, so you like their chances there. And then on the road against Texas Tech, and we're not sure where the game, uh, where, where both teams will be, but I'll tell you what, that could be a major opportunity. I love that game coming last week of the season. Normally, I'm a fan of having that rivalry last week 
Uh, I'm actually a huge fan of that tech game last week of the season because there is some extra spoiler potential. That could be a night game at Jones AT&T Stadium. Could be one of those games where, you know, a six and five Texas Tech who's scrappy and has shown a lot this year. Going to have a chance to knock off an Oklahoma who could potentially be knocking on the door of a college football playoff, um, uh, you know, appearance and things like that. But yeah, look, I think that you look at this Oklahoma schedule and you can find me two losses, sure. But, you know, let's just say this. If you think the losses could be Nebraska at Nebraska, Kansas State, um, Texas, Baylor, and then one of these two games at the end, right? I mean, you know, they could go two and two in that four-game stretch uh, you pick, and they could still go ten and two, right? They could easily go ten and two uh, if they split a, you know, pick the once again, pick the four toughest games of their schedule. Ask yourself how you think the Oklahoma Sooners are going to do in that window. And then, uh, you know, I think there's a good chance you're probably going to find yourself at two and two, probably not at one and three. I think this is definitely going to be a 10 win football team. And I'll, you know, here's what I'll say about this line as well. Um, shop around, folks. Look, we love the folks at Bet Online and Bet Online, uh, Bet, betonline.ag. But my goal here is to maybe make you all some scratch, trying to find you guys some value here. If you can shop around and you can still find yourself an eight and a half number or a nine, take that. All right. I mean, you know, this is a good value at minus one Oh five, but I'm putting extra juice on a, you know, a, a season where Oklahoma maybe went, you know, maybe, maybe loses three games. Right. I think that's extra that that's worth the extra juice. Put that extra 80 down to put yourself 180 to win 100. I think that's 100% worth it. So shop around. If you guys can't find it, that minus 105 for over nine and a half wins is still really good. I feel very good about what Oklahoma has this year. I'd be very surprised if we see this team. So go and cover yourself at eight and a half if possible. Spend that juice. If not, minus 105 to get the nine and a half. In my opinion, still a very, very excellent, excellent bet uh, you could place. All right, here's the next one. This one's got me a little concerned. Kansas State over six and a half wins. The juice is, I mean, it's that's a lot of juice. Minus 200 on that. And there's a reason for it. Look, I got this. I think I also got this. I'm double check my, uh, my, my app here. But I got this at minus 180, I want to say, for this Kansas State over. Look, this is the dark horse that's no longer a dark horse. But I'll tell you what, Vegas's odds have not adjusted. Sure, the juice might be there, but this line's not moving. It's still at six and a half, which is very curious to me. What does Vegas know that we don't? Uh, I have, I oh, actually, I got, I got over six and a half at minus one forty-five. Uh, that is what I got. I'm not going to say where I got this, but uh, minus two hundred. Vegas has picked up at least on on this side of things. Is the juice worth the squeeze, though? Yes. Yes, it is. Guys, this Kansas State team last year, last year when they played quarterback carousel with a lot of the same group of guys, I mean, what is what what are we missing from last year's team that you're desperate to get back on this year's team? They've got the man in the middle and Daniel Green on defense. They've got the man on the edge and Felix Enudike Uzama. They've got Ekpe uh, Boyedo on, on the outside. They've got Julius Brents on the outside. They brought in my guy, Sean Robinson from Missouri to play a little nickel, play a little linebacker 
for them this year. This this team's got good depth on the offensive side. Well, they've got I'm not to great depth. They've got good players. Defensive line good. Offensive line is really solid. Sounds like they're moving Cooper VD back into guard, which is his natural position. So obviously they're feeling good. They have both at both tackle spots. Also, folks, uh Rip me for not putting Cooper Beebe on the offensive first team. Put Anton Harrison at tackle instead. Just saying, Anton Harrison probably going to play tackle. Cooper, Cooper Beebe playing guard, although Beebe would be a uh, first team all guard, in my opinion. He's better off at that position anyway. So that was a mistake by me. Just wrong position, uh, you know, is, is where I, I messed up. But yeah, I mean, they've got a good offensive line. They obviously have a couple good uh, wide receivers, good running back in Deuce Vaughn, and Adrian Martinez, you know, with his legs, at least we think is going to be pretty dynamic. I'm not making the case for them to win the Big 12. That's not what I'm doing. Also, he played injured last year, too, which we haven't really talked about a whole lot, but got to give them credit on that front. I'm not talking about Kansas State going 10-2. and two. That's not the discussion here. The discussion is, can they win seven games? Look at their schedule, folks. The answer is yes, 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 and more yes on this team for 2022. You check that out. South Dakota, Missouri, and Tulane. If we can clear that, if we can get through that 3-0, which they should, in my opinion, they should, then we're off to the races. At OU, Texas Tech, and at Iowa State, you could conceivably go 1-2 and two in those games and still be at 4-2. and two. At TCU, um, uh, Oklahoma State, and Texas, I'll even, go, I'll even go to the negative side of things here. Let's just say they go 1-2 and two in that stretch. You've got them then at five and four, Texas at Baylor at West Virginia or at Baylor at West Virginia, Kansas. They can go, um, they, they go two and one that stretch. You're at your seven. So I just gave you a very conservative estimate, right? I gave them losses against Oklahoma. I gave them a loss on the road against Iowa State. I gave them a loss against Oklahoma State. I gave them a loss against Texas. I'll give them a loss against Baylor. I win all those games as L, and they could easily flip some of those games. I've got wins against South Dakota, Missouri, Tulane, Texas Tech at home, at TCU, uh, West Virginia, at West Virginia and Kansas. Like, that's very conceivable. They could do that. And look, they might lose one of those games I mentioned. Sure, they'd probably just flip in another one of those games that I said they might lose. Guys, I think this team definitely has the opportunity this season to easily win seven games. Is this the easy schedule in the world? No. I, I think that's the one part about this in a league that we feel is pretty even. Road trips at Oklahoma, at Iowa State, at Baylor, and at West Virginia are not easy at, at all. But you get Tech, Oklahoma State, Texas, and Kansas at home in the conference. You get South Dakota, Missouri, and Tulane uh, at home in the non-conference. A very good opportunity for them to rip off a bunch of wins at home. I mean, if you go, let's say they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If they go six and one at home, which is not out of the question, even five and two, um, you know, at home, all you got to do is just two and three on the road, folks. That's all you got to do is just two and three on the road. You can pick off those games. I just find it very difficult to see Kansas State not getting to seven wins because we saw them get to seven wins last year. And we saw the fact that it was a much, uh, much, you know, uh, not as good of a team last year, one year younger of a team last season. Also, they played quarterback carousel for as much as I've given Adrian Martinez a tough time. I believe that he is a better player um, than, than the guys who are playing last year. I've heard a lot of good stuff about Will Howard and camp. Sure. Whatever. Uh, Jake Rubley has had a nice off season, whatever. 
But come on, guys. Adrian Martinez is, is, is better than them. All right, quick word from our sponsor on uh, on today's show. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you by the folks at LinkedIn. As your small business gears up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every single week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, so let's go now with my one under. I'm sorry to tell Stephen Simcox this, but I have got the under on the TCU win total under six and a half wins. And actually, I have this wrong. This is plus 115. This is plus money for a team that I really do not. I mean, even if they make full eligibility, I think it's going to be at six and six. We're not sure who the quarterback is. And this schedule, while it's not the it's not the most challenging schedule in the world, like I this is not a team that I see doing really, really well uh in the conference this year. I just think this is gonna be a transition year because think about how bad their defense was last season. Their defense was awful. We, we've talked about this a whole lot. This, this is one of the, uh, I mean, surprising stories of last season was how bad the Gary Patterson defense was at TCU. And look, bring in Sonny Dykes. They're bringing, uh, you know, uh, a more offensive-minded head coach, right? Like, this is not going to be a situation where it immediately uh, gets better. They've got to flip the identity of this team. And that might start with a quarterback change. So I could see them going two and one in their first three games. Oklahoma at home, I don't see them pulling off the upset there. I'm kind of worried about that Kansas game, right? We're talking about the the, the Kansas over, which I have a ticket on. Um, I think a TCU at Kansas on Saturday, October 8th, might be a candidate for that one conference game that KU can flip. And we're talking about a Kansas team that's got the third win of the season by the first week of October, right? I think that's very possible. Oklahoma State, or uh, let me just say for their home games, Oklahoma, Kansas State, Texas Tech, and Iowa State at home is very nice. I will give you that. Um, that's nice to have those games at home. At Colorado, at SMU, at KU, at West Virginia, at Texas, at Baylor. I, I don't know how many of these road games are going to win, right? KU they could win. Colorado they could win. At West Virginia they could win. I mean, those those are the swing games. I, I will say the nice thing is they don't play the most difficult teams on the road in the Big 12 this season. So that, that is kind of an advantage. But I just don't know how good this team's going to be on either side of the ball, right? Like, I've never got a star player in Quentin Johnson. I've never got a couple experienced uh, running backs. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And it seems like Sonny Dykes does not know who the quarterback's going to be, whether he's just playing coy or trying to keep guys. There's a chance there. But, look, this schedule is interesting. I just don't think this team's going to be very good. And so I kind of see a team that's around 5-7, and 6-6. Seven, six and six. Um, I think 7-5 and five might be pushing. Now, anytime you're in the 5-7 to 6-6 six and six range, 7-5 and five is 100% in the question. But if you're asking to pick my three favorite win totals in the conference this year, the TCU under at 6.5 is definitely one at minus 115 where there's not much juice. And I think there's a lot of upside. I just, I know Kirk Herbstreit picked TCU as kind of his sleeper team. I don't see that in the Big 12 this year. I just don't see them as a team. I think Texas Tech, even though their schedule is really tough, I think that's the sleeper team to me. 
That's the team that, to me, because of how deep they are, talking to Chris Lyle last week, I think Tech's the team, actually, that can make the most noise, knock off some really good teams. They're not going to, I don't think, win the league just because that schedule is so brutal. Uh, but the two really tough, t- tough games are in non-conference. They could factor in. But I actually think that's the best of the rest group um, is, is, is Texas Tech. So I, I would just say that um, TCU, I, I don't see them really high. I'm not really high on their win total this season. A lot of the stuff, guys, once again, it is schedule dependent. All right, Texas over BYU on the win total. These are really fun bets that they have at BetOnline in BetOnline.net. You can go to the NCAAF, uh, you go to the football section, you go to NCAAF, you go to um, NCAAF team wins, and then season win matchups. And they've got LSU versus Arizona State. They've got Pittsburgh and Penn State, Tennessee Ole Miss. Baylor, Michigan State, which we're not going to touch. Then we've got BYU at minus 130 to Texas's plus 100. Now, this – so I, I'm going to say this. I think BYU, to start off the season, might be a better team than Texas is. I'm not sure if that's going to stay that way until the very end of the season. I think Texas has got a lot of room to grow, and we could see a team that grows really well. Uh, I am concerned about the injuries. You know, their injuries, guys, like I made my picks earlier in the offseason about where I think teams will finish. I'm definitely lower on Texas now when you lose an offensive lineman. I know it's one player, but still, that means a third freshman's going to have to play. And a wide receiver like Isaiah Nayer, who I was really excited about this season because of his deep threat ability. He just kind of completed what was an already pretty complete offense. Um, really was that kind of chef's kiss, uh, you know, having that deep threat because you got kind of got guys that can do everything in between, right? Worthy does everything. Uh, Whittington can go under, you know, underneath. Nayer can go deep for you. Billingsley can play a tight end. Robinson and Roshan Johnson at the running back positions uh, kind of give you this nice complement of players in the offensive end of things. Uh, you know, I'm concerned now, but but what does concern me if I was a BYU fan, uh, people, friends, this schedule that BYU is playing, if you're a BYU fan, I mean, you're going to soak this thing up. This schedule is going to prepare them for life in the Big 12, life in the Power Five, very well sharing it with you guys uh right now look at this you know what schedule this i'm not gonna say it at south florida that's fine number 10 baylor at oregon who's number 11 we'll see how they'll be reeling but it's a huge game on fox week three wyoming at home very doable utah state in a thursday night they're at home for that but man as blake anderson done a job over there at Utah State. That's a really good team. They've got Notre Dame in Las Vegas, so that's going to be a pretty good crowd both ways. They've got Arkansas at home, at Liberty, East Carolina, at Boise State, Utah Tech, who I've never heard of Utah Tech before, to be honest. No disrespect. And at Stanford. I mean, that is a gauntlet of a schedule. You've got one, two, three, four teams that are ranked in the top 20. If you take out those games, you still have a trip to uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, which should be interesting. You still go to Boise and you still go to Stanford. And we're not sure what Stanford's going to look like this year. It could be better, a lot better by the end of the year. And they've had a really good year recruiting. Um, so this schedule is really difficult to me. And that's why I'm going to take Texas. I see good value in them. At uh, at plus one hundred because if they can get to eight or nine wins, you know I think BYU is probably looking at eight wins here, right? So Texas, you know they can get to eight or nine. 
at least you can cancel things out or you can get over it. So I, I think this schedule is really tough. They got to stay healthy too. I mean, that Utah State, Notre Dame, Nebraska, uh, Arkansas uh, at Liberty stretch is absolutely brutal. And then not to mention, I mean, they could easily lose to Baylor and to Oregon. I actually think they beat Baylor this year, right, at least right now, and see how the teams look week one, just so I can get a more, you know, a more thoughtful kind of look at these teams. But man, I mean, that is that is a gauntlet of a schedule. So I'm going to take Texas on that. Not a ton. I think Texas at plus 100 is an interesting bet right there. Then OU over USC win total. Now, beforehand, early in the offseason, I, I know I've, I, I've changed my opinion since then. I actually thought I liked USC's situation a lot. And I, I do. I still think, generally speaking, they're good to go in the Pac-12. But you got to worry about them up front on both sides. This, got, this team's got some fun, flashy skill position talent. But how good are they in the interior? You know, I've been hearing national people talk about this. Like, there is still a lot of concern about that, about where USC is. Sure, there's a lot of flash, but where is the substance in the trenches? Are they going to be a good tackling team? I mean, it's Lincoln Riley team, right? Uh, we, we don't know. Alex Grinch defense, like, we heard so much about last year's defense. They did put some guys in the league, but, but I mean, you know, hell, man, that, that wasn't a very good, it was not a very good defense uh, by their standards last season by 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 an Alex Grinch standard by what we heard about that defense yeah I think this this defense does not have as much talent as that defense did and so I've got a lot of questions about how realistic it is for a University of Southern California uh, to go out there this year and to go and win uh, you know 10 games I'm a lot more confident I mean they, they have that at Stanford game the second week of the season which is always really interesting Fresno State at home is, is going to be an interesting game Oregon State on the road at Utah at Arizona, at UCLA, Notre Dame. Look, if you think that Oklahoma is going to win 10 games this year, which I do on the record of saying that, I think this bet is a very good bet to take. If you think OU is going to win 10 games, and once again, I do, I think this bet makes a lot of sense. And I forget, the. let me go check the value on this one. Um, uh, Oklahoma is minus 130. So just a little bit of juice, not a ton, not a ton of juice there at minus 130. I'm in on this. We are the OU schedule. That USC schedule though is not not great. All right, it's it's not like uh, it's not super challenging, but also it is a it is a good conference schedule. They do play tough games against UCLA, against Notre Dame, um, against Utah. Obviously, uh, you know that game earlier on in the season uh, I mentioned before. I was totally forget which game was. You know, at Stanford is interesting too. Fresno State at home. So we'll see with them. But I think I think there's a good chance that that Oklahoma has them beaten the win total. I think it's probably like a ten. And th- 10 and 2, 9 and 3, 8 and 4 scenario. So I, th- I think OU is going to get that one. All right. Last one. Here's a long shot for you. That's the long, wrong graphic. Deuce Vaughn plus 3,300 as a Heisman finalist. Um, here's your long shot, right? I mean, if you put $10 on that, you'll make 330 if Deuce Vaughn makes it to New York. Now, once again, tough schedule. How many games they have to win to make that happen? I, I don't know. Excuse me, but there's a good chance that Deuce Vaughn has another insane season. Think about the year that he had last year. I mean, when you look back at the season that Deuce Vaughn, the reason I call him a a four, I call him the true four down back. In 2021, he had 235 carries for 1,404 yards. So that's six, uh, six yards per carry and 18 touchdowns. He caught 49 balls for 468 yards and four touchdowns. He had 22 total touchdowns. He averaged 9.6 yards per catch. Um, 
you feel like the numbers for him are going to go up. Maybe he mixes in a couple kickoffs like he did last year. The numbers could go up for him this year. If Kansas State has that kind of awesome run, 9-3-10-2, that they're capable of, he's going to be a huge part of that. I, I think if Kansas State makes it happen this year in the way we think possible, then he's going to New York. If that team is competing for a Big 12 championship, it's going to be because of how good Deuce Vaughn was, and I can definitely see him going to New York. Uh, he's going to have to be a cow, uh, you know, uh, it's almost called a cow, a workhorse for them this season, but he is the guy. He is the man. So I think at, uh, as a guy who is, luckily for luckily for him, the one thing he's got coming to the season is he's, at a, he's a preseason first-team All-American. So he's not – they put him in the flex position, which, look, I, I love Travion Henderson. He's amazing. He's a great running back. I thought Deuce deserved to be the uh, – you know, flex is just like they just stuck him in there. Um, but he, but he's still a preseason All-American, which matters. First team, All-American. So he's got name recognition. It has happened before where a team has made a run and they've had a Heisman finalist, i.e. Colin Klein, right? That is something that we have seen happen before in the past. So And also he's a coordinator now. So there's a little bit of narrative stuff in there for you. We all know how this stuff is t- tends to be a narrative-driven award. Um, so I just like it at plus 3,300. I think it's just good value there. And I think it's within the realm of possibility. And once again, it's 10 bucks. All right. If it pans out, makes you 330, right? If it doesn't pan out, hey, tough. I mean, if we want to put 20 on it, right, to make New York, you know, that, that'll end up netting you what? 660 bucks if he makes New York? And it's not out of the realm of possibility. Little man with a big heart, you'll be doing all that kind of stuff, you know, whatever. He's an excellent player. We all know he's an excellent player. I picked him as my preseason offensive player of the year. There's a reason for that. And so with that, I think he's got a chance. All right, that will do it. Uh, oh, 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 let's go on. Let's make a couple picks here before we get out of here for the uh, week zero. almost forgot about our week zero coming up this weekend. Uh, in, let's see if we can give me that week zero. So I'm just going to do all the – let's see if we can give me those. All right, so uh, we are getting Nebraska versus Northwestern, 1230, Fox, Ireland. You know, th- these games are always hard to tell. Nebraska burned us last year, but we think they're supposed to be a lot better this season. I, I expect this game to be close. I don't really know much about Northwestern, to be honest with you. But first game of the year vibes, I'm going to go with Northwestern covers, Nebraska wins, just because I feel like that's kind of how this thing's going to go. So there- there's that pick for that. Uh, Illinois minus 13 against what should be a bad Wyoming team. I like that this week as well and then uh that vanderbilt is now that line's shut up it's now vandy minus nine against hawaii i'm not sure if i would ah, you know what just go ahead and take it all right just go ahead and take that line vanderbilt minus nine against hawaii so there are a couple for you right there all right that will do it for today's show thank you guys for watching uh once again cbs sports go to the fantasy pick them make sure you guys make an account I'll, i'll put the link below um college football pick them on uh, on cbs sports the group is called Locked On Big 12. The password is Big 12, no space. All right. Once again, I'll put this below. All right. Um, sign up. I will put games there each week. There are no week zero games, so no rush. We'll start next week. We're going to have you have to have your picks in for next week by Thursday night because that Pitt West Virginia game happens on Thursday night. So make sure you guys go over there, sign up. And if you win, you get prizes in the end of the season. You must be a subscriber to Locked On Big 12 on YouTube. And please subscribe. You guys know that helps so much. Why aren't you subscribed already? Loving the content. It's great. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching football this weekend. It's back. We're fired up. We're ready to go. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay 